Hello? Who is this? We're having some technical issues, so I am sorry about that. But yeah, we, we, the info has to go to space and come back. Yeah, like I think uh, it has to go to like the Golden Gate Bridge mm -hmm. first and then like, cause you know, you can see that through a telescope and then it like works its way back. Yeah, like the, you know how the cow jumped over the moon? That's how internet works. Hello everybody, welcome to Stand the Line, a horror genre podcast hosted and created by me, Tara Card. And every week I bring in a guest to talk about something horror genre related. And this week I am joined with the naughtiest of Nathan's, Naughty by Nathan. Bah, 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 bah. Hi. Hello. How are you doing today? I am. I am actually doing great. Besides the delay. Nathan broke up just a little bit. He said he's doing great, guys. Okay. Thumbs up. All the way up. <laughs> so we're going to try and review a movie and hopefully everything is working. We'll get through it or at least halfway. Yeah. Okay. Naughty, naughty by Nathan. Yeah. Tell us who you are. Yes. I am an American. No, I'm just kidding. I am that. I am a trivia host on Wednesday night at a gay bar downtown. And I'm also an office administrator. I, I, don't, I don't really know what that is, but I do it. I'm a gay person, a movie lover, and a horror movie lover at that. That's pretty much it. What if someone comes and tries to find me? That'd be so scary. So they can be like, here's some tips for you. Thank you for hosting. Nobody tips me. I don't get tipped. Do you want to? But of course. Let the people come. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, bring me tip money at the cabaret on Wednesdays at 8.30. <laughs> we had been talking about like finally reviewing this movie. And I think it's been like months of us talking about it and we're finally going to do it. But yeah, we're finally going to be talking about It Follows. So give us like a quick non-spoiler synopsis of It Follows. So It Follows is, it's about a girl who, she has this entity just following her. And the only way to save yourself is to sleep with someone to pass it on. And it's basically a horror sex attack. A horror STD, a demon STD. Is it a demon or yeah. just like a weird shapeshifter? Probably a demon. Well, you know, one of, uh, one of my favorite parts, things about this movie is that they don't have like a go online or go to the library research moment where they find out like what it's called or how to stop it. They don't know and you don't know. And I love that. I think that's genius. What year does this movie take place? Cause there's old like gadgets and gadgets <laughs> everywhere, but then there's also a random flip phone that's like, a Kendall? The clamshell? Yeah, it's so weird. I think the director said it was, he didn't want like a specific year. It's supposed to be like between the 60s and now so that it feels more like a nightmare. Like you can't really place it. It's definitely really weird. Cause like the whole time I'm thinking, what year is this movie taking place? Like, I don't get it, so. Yeah, oh, well the opening, the girl who's being chased, the, the very first girl we see, I think her name's Annie, I, I wanna say. Yeah. She has like, a, a, a phone, a cell phone, but no one else does. Everyone uses like corded phones and home phones. Yeah, you're right on that. I, I totally forgot about that. It's weird. And like the girl in the beginning has a very like modern car and the rest of the cars are kind of- Wait, what if, she was in, it's, what if she was in the future and it really was like a cut? but it was in the future, but they played it in the beginning of the movie. Exactly. I think that is 
I think that is a that's good. I've also read people online have speculated that the girl from the opening scene is the girl that gave it to Hugh. So that's also like a possibility. But I like that it's from the future and that like it just keeps going and going. And yeah, that all, that other theory also makes more sense than mine does. <laughs> so I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense because if she dies, no. then it's, it's going after Jeff. Yeah. All right. No, no, it doesn't go that way. It has to go the other way. Like, Jeff would have to die first, and then it would have to go after her. Actually, you're correct, because he says a girl gave this to me, so if she died, she would have gotten it back. Like, there's no way she slept with him again. Wow. So, yeah. I beat that theory. You figured it out. I figured it out. I cracked the code. (laughs) I'm just, I had the mind of a mastermind. Yep. (laughs) I guess that's that's how the movie starts. A girl is worried. She goes out of her home. And her neighbor's asking her if she's okay, which I don't talk to my neighbors like that, but all right. And then she drives no. away. And then she winds up on a beach, her back to the water, very smart. Mm-hmm. And she's just kind of waiting for it. Smash cut to her dead, her leg bent over backwards. I love that. So good. What a great touch. Yeah. And it, it is starts. crazy. Yeah. The leg is bending the opposite way. Like it's literally like a leg isn't supposed to bend that way. So it's really cool that opening because it's so sudden too. <laughs> you don't see it. You don't have, Cause you have to deal with going on. Very scary music, which shout out to the soundtrack. I think it's so perfect. I, I literally wrote down, perfect. love the soundtrack. That was my fourth line in this movie before she even made it to the beach. I, what did this come out in like 2014, I think? First time I saw it, I had the soundtrack immediately. I love to listen to it and I take my dog for walks at night because it makes me feel like Jamie Lee Curtis. I was just looking at my <laughs> shoulder. Oh, it's great. Very motivating. It's funny that you mentioned this earlier because we were talking about games that you like. Some of the soundtrack reminds me of Stardew Valley. <laughs> yeah, especially like the spookier parts of that game, like the KV battley parts. I read that the guys that did the soundtrack to this, which their their name is Disaster Piece, gorgeous. And they did Fez. You remember that game? Fez. It was a little character wearing like a Fez hat. I think it was a platformer. No, I don't know that game. I'll have to look it up now though. It's it's like a it's a it's an old indie game, but they did the soundtrack to that. But great fucking choice. It's a killer soundtrack. We are greeted by because this is a uh, this is after the death of that random girl. We are greeted by Jay. Yes. She's just in the pool chilling, which foreshadowing. This movie starts with her in a pool and ends with her in a pool. Lots There's of water. A lot of water, actually. Is that that's probably symbolic of something? I just don't know because I have a pea-sized brain. Uh, peacefulness. Have you ever drowned before? She, not personally, but I've seen it, and I sent out my thoughts and prayers. <laughs> okay, RuPaul, thank you very much. <laughs> she could do it, I could do it too. Yeah, she loves her little pool. I was just confused, because I imagine that water would be super cold, because it looks like it's fall outside, but... Yeah, well, everyone's dressing she's like... She's a swimmer. Everyone's dressing randomly. Yeah. Like, I can't tell the temperature outside, it, because I, people are wearing coats, and some people are wearing, like, small dresses nothing it's i think it i guess it adds to the nightmare quality of like i can't really place what's going on oh okay so she gets out of the pool and she's talking to her sister and then there's this girl named yara on the couch and then paul is also there and yara is such a weird character she just goes i have an idea and then farts and then says nothing after that no she said um it escaped me i think like oh it escaped me she's so weird (laughs) i (laughs) I yeah. did not know how to feel about her in this movie. I like hated her, but also I was like, okay, it's Yara. She's she's not like involved in the main story, really. She's just kind of there just to be there because her friends are 
there. Like, yeah, been, I've been that before. <laughs> like, she, I don't know what we're doing. I'll just go because my friends are going. Yeah, she doesn't really add much to the plot. I know she says like she's reading her like seashell thing. It literally like it looks like a clam. And it's got two little screens yeah. on each side. She just reads she's like reading weird. The idiot. Yeah, she's reading the idiot. Never heard of it. Have you? Yes, but I know what it is, and it's like a old ass fuck book. Like also, she's like really uncomfortable because she'll just be like reading out loud, and everyone's just staring at her. Yeah, I, I'm always thrown off at her. Like the way she reads it off isn't at all. Good. It's like it's not fun to listen to. It's yeah. like, oh god, they're gonna read now. This is the longest thing. It's the longest oh paragraph. God. Of course they got it. Oh my God, that's it's, literally it's that. me. That was literally me in high school where it was just like, I can't read well and they want me to read the whole page. Oh no, I I, I counted, read it over and over and over again so oh I made sure I got it right. <laughs> that was literally me. And I'd be like, oh, I only got the one sentence. I'm good. Oh no, I, I wanted more. I wanted to perform. No, no, I'm not like, that let, person. Let me speak. Y'all need to listen to me. I'm, I'm reading. Literally one time in middle school, a girl in my class said, oh my God, can you read any slower? Like as I was reading. Ew. Yeah. So I was like, well, that doesn't make me feel good. Well, she's probably caught up in an MLM somewhere. You know what? She got payback because one time when she was playing volleyball at a different school, someone spiked the volleyball right in her face and she cried. So take that bitch. Serves, serves her. Shut up. Ah! Shut up. Okay. Because she served okay. the ball for those who didn't get it. Long story short, she goes to the movie theater for a date with this guy named Hugh, allegedly. His name is Hugh. And first of all, not attractive at all. They leave the movie. They don't even say in the movie quick enough. Like they leave immediately because he sees a girl in a yellow dress and he gets freaked out because she doesn't see it either. And then they go somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, well, they're playing that game. Who would you pick someone you want to swap lives with? And I'll try and guess who it is within three guesses. He picks like the baby because he wants to start over. And it's like, dude, okay, yikes. That should have been a red flag for her. Yeah. I would have ordered an angel shot at the bar and I would have left. He doesn't, he sees like a guess. He guesses somebody that she can't see. And it's like, that's kind of upsetting when you don't know, like, oh yeah, I'd be terrified. Yeah, like now that I know the plot of the movie, like rewatching it, I'm like, oh, he can't, like she can't see the demon. But I'm like, oh, wait, we don't know what he sees either. Why is he freaking out? Yeah, we don't see it until it get, becomes, it's on Jay. When she's it, the entity, the thing, the it. Ooh. They leave and they go to dinner, which I like throughout the movie. You can see like in the very background, someone walking towards the characters and they won't acknowledge it. And sometimes it's not even very clear. Like you can only see it if you're only like yeah. paying attention at the right time. It's also a smart move to have a bunch of 360 shots like they do in like the diner instant. It's like a 360 revolving shot. It's like, well, they're not just like, they don't, they're not going somewhere. They're coming to that person. They're not like, it's not like a random passerby. That's just, ah, I love it. It makes you like so anxious to look at the background characters. Yeah. What we were saying like about the 360 shots, like those are really cool in this movie too. Like you really just have to pay yeah. attention to see like something cool. That was the end of that day. She talks about the date the next day with her sister Kelly. And I didn't know Kelly's name until like halfway through the movie because she wasn't really that important. She's not. Not at all. Poor thing. And they already are on to their next date. So they fuck in the car and she's like talking about like, she's like daydreaming. Like, isn't this wonderful? Like 
to cuddle with people and then he immediately drugs her. Yes. Uh, two two thoughts about that. Would you I would not fuck somebody for the first time in a car. Not the first time. The top Did line. You write that? Did you have to I do? said car sex is never fun. It's never fun. I said sex sex in a car for the first time with someone. Okay, okay, mobile, but the lighting is great. It's not comfortable. No, it's not it's not it. And then my second note about that is that I'm glad that they made the chloroform hate movies and shows that's like immediate because that shit takes like minutes to mm-hmm. kick in. And I'm glad they added that because it makes it scarier. Yeah. And seeing her like struggle through it was, I thought was mm-hmm. perfect. A perfect touch to that. Which like they have sex first and then he drugs her. Um, still fucked up regardless because when she, when she comes to, she's tied up in a wheelchair. The first thing he says, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm like, well... You're going to get her killed. You tied me up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, you're oh, so awful. He's like, oh, look, I think it's coming. Let me show you. And it's a really cool shot of like her, like a GoPro, basically, like in the wheelchair, like going. And yes. she sees this like naked woman. And he's like, look, there it is. And she's like, obviously, like, what the fuck is going on? And he waits for the, like, the demon thing to come up in the same, like, room. Because they're, like, in a parking garage or something like that. Like, a really... Yeah, they're in, a, like, an abandoned parking garage. Did you notice that the the first it that we see, the naked lady, that that guy's mom later on in the movie when she goes to his house? Oh, really? It was his mom? Yeah. Same actor. Oh, wow. When she opens the door, she's, like, freaked out. She's like, oh. Because it's the first monster that she saw and it's that guy's mom. Wow. Genius. Wow, that's actually like really cool. To be fair though, a lot of them looks very similar to each other in this movie because they're all white and I kind of confuse them a lot. I've seen it multiple, multiple times. I always, I pull up the IMDB, I track it. I have to know. (laughs) Following that night, because he like drags her out of there before the creature, because he like tests out that the creature isn't walking at him. So he's like, okay, cool. I'm going to get you out of here. He's basically explaining the whole premise of the movie to her. Yes, and I, I mean, I guess that's a smart way to do it is to like show them. Otherwise, like they wouldn't take it seriously and you'd be, they'd be after you the next day because they wouldn't know what the fuck is going on. So. Oh my God. I just had an idea. Like you could be like a hit man and like sleep with like, like leaders and shit if you wanted to. And then a demon would just come in and kill them. Slowly. And no one else would see it. And it'd just be like him all over himself and died because that seems to be how people die in this yeah lots of fluids and you would know when someone died because it would be like on the news and you'd be like okay bet let's get to work wow i have the mind of a mastermind you have time because it 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 just walks you quote unquote drops off jay at their house and all the friends witness like this bitch just in the street they call the police the police are kind of useless you don't really see them any other time in the movie and weird thing that i noted was that jay drinks directly from the sink you don't no i don't <laughs> do you i do every once in a while every once in a while like directly like go. not even in a cup my mouth doesn't touch it but like if i'm like oh i need to pop this advil real quick i'm not gonna pour a whole glass like, oh my god dirty, a whole glass with my big fat mouth the sink Just isn't boop, 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 clean though <laughs> my mouth does my mouth doesn't touch the sink yeah, but the the piping like is dirty. There's no style. filter. But if it goes from the, the sink to your cup, how is that any different? If I just put it in a cup, it's the same water. Yeah, I wouldn't use a cup either. I, I would go to my fridge and pour it out so of my fridge. So don't drink water? Yeah, die. Just dehydrate oh, and die. Just die. Like okay. a real one. Wait, okay. Another question. Water's for suckers. What if yes. you die before the demon creature gets to you? Like if you just like die 
from something else. It probably like stops its trajectory and like the satellite locates where the next person in line is. I don't <laughs> yeah, know. Re- relocating. Yeah, it's found it and it goes. So, okay, where are we at? She drinks water from there. No, neighbors are watching, which I love that detail. But mm-hmm. nosy ass neighbors, super relatable. It's the next day and she's in school, which is she in, she's not in high school or is she in college? She's in college. She's 19, I think. Okay. Well, I mean, you could be 19 yeah. in high school. There were people 19 when I was in high school. Yeah, but that must be a really nice ass high school. I mean, I don't know. She goes to like the community college. Well, yeah, I sister guess Sister so. and the other ones are in high school. She's in school and then she just looks out the window and she just sees clearly like a really old woman that's like in a, like a hospital gown like looks really rough, mm-hmm. like should not be in that area, just walking directly towards her. So she freaks out and leaves. And I really like this in the movie. So she like gets out in the hallway and the old lady's there and she's like, hello to the old lady, but there's people behind her. So the people behind her, the old lady are like, hey, are you talking to us? Like they're like I, looking around. She, the the girl who responded, pulled it perfectly. Like she didn't, you could tell she never even like acting wise. She just looked right through her and was like, hi. Like she like, she doesn't, you, you so ever perfect. had that thing where like someone, you think someone's talking to you, but you don't, you're not sh- sure. So you like look like a little bit over and you're like, is this bitch talking yeah. to me? I can't. Yeah. The old lady is also spooky as shit because she's just so old. Why is she there? Yeah. Old people are scary. Ugh. Yeah. Or just old people naked on the roof because we see that later too. We yeah, see full on bush that. on the roof. We see a lot of bush in this movie. Yeah. They hang dong and I love it. Jake goes to the ice cream place where Paul and Kelly work, which I like that for some reason they work at an ice cream place place like they just put that little thing in there like it could have been anything and they're like yeah, yeah. they work at an ice cream place you know it just seems like it's pretty funny to me and that's honestly like such a like but it is, very yeah, like, it's a cute detail they didn't need to add that yeah it's like a very like new kid kind of job like not new kid <laughs> new kid but like a, like a teenager mm-hmm. job like a teenager's like first job like oh i work in an ice cream place you know yeah it's perfect that's a perfect like i'm 17 i just need to get out the fuck out of the house yeah, I'll work at this ice cream scooping place. Yeah, nothing groundbreaking, but she's there and she's telling them about the old lady and everything that Hugh, quote unquote, Hugh told her. And Paul goes, can I stay over? And unanimous, unanimously, like at the same, or simultaneously <laughs> at the same time, the girls yes. go, no. No. Yeah, they drag him. He's like, what is he going to do? Hump your leg in the night? How's that going to help? And he's like, I'm right here. <laughs> they do go up with that idea that Paul does stay over because Jay's sleeping and she comes to the living room and she like chills with him for a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's really cute that they like reconnect after what seems like a, a while, I don't know. And it's yeah. really, you can just tell and it's really sweet. I put Paul painfully has That's a crush great. on her. Yeah, Paul trying to fuck. He cute. Mm-hmm. He's adorable. I've liked him since the United States of Terror. I thought he was the cutest part of that show. I totally forgot to read off who is in this movie. Because I, I was just honestly, we're, I'm a little, uh, what's the word? A little flustered because like we're, we're having some like technical issues. So I'm like, oh God, I don't know yes. what I'm doing. <laughs> we're, we're just trying to make sure we can get everything recorded at once. It's fine. Yeah. We, we worry about the details later. So I'll just say quickly, this movie was written and directed by David Robert Mitchell. It's starring Micah Monroe as Jay, Keir Gilchrist, press work as Paul. Mm-hmm. We have uh, other people in this movie too that aren't important. I like that it's like characters you don't really know or like actors you don't yeah. really know. I think it's, besides the Paul guy, it's like their first thing that they've done. The acting wasn't that bad. I mean, except for like Yara. I thought Yara's 
choice of acting was a little questionable, but I don't know if that was just like the character that was given to her. I'm just not sure why she's part of the movie, but I don't like, it doesn't take away anything from me. It's just like, I think uh, there is a moment that, of her that makes me laugh later. I think she's in the movie just because they need someone to narrate weird speeches to the characters. Yeah, they need like the existential crisis exposition dump friend. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, I, it's like, okay, weird yeah, bitch, thanks. Yeah. While they're talking, Paul and Jay, they hear a glass break in the kitchen. And Paul says, oh, someone broke the glass to get in. Jay's obviously freaking the fuck out. So Paul goes upstairs to get his sister and Jay investigates on herself, like investigates herself in the kitchen. And she turns and she, it's like slow motion. She, she sees this like girl who looks beat the fuck up, like with her like mm-hmm. titties out. She's pissing all over the floor. And then Jay just- Gnarly. She's like, okay, gotta get out of here. She cuts that corner and hits her fucking leg on that table so hard. Yeah. I, I see it and I hear and I feel it every time and I'm always like, no, you know that was an accident in real life. And they're like, keep it. It's perfect. Yeah. I Ugh! definitely have I love been it. that person before where I like quickly turn and I'm running yeah. somewhere and I just ran right into something fucking sharp as hell. Uh, my my thighs are constantly bruised because I'm just <laughs> knocking into shit all the time. She books it upstairs into her room. And it's just her too. Like it's just her in the room. And then the others are like, hey, can we come in? So she lets them in and locks it immediately. And it's Jay and Kelly. And they're he- they hear like another person at the door, like trying to get in, which it was so annoying. I was like, cause it's Yara, but Yara's not saying anything. And they're like, mm-hmm. they're obviously like going like, who is it? Blah, blah, blah. And it's just quiet. Like Yara's not saying anything. She's like, it's me guys. Like after a minute. Well, I don't think she knows what's going on. Well, that's most of the movie. She doesn't know what the fuck's going on. And <laughs> she, she's just there. She has no idea, but she, this is the best, this is the this is a really sleep. good yeah i love this one yara's all let me in guys it's me and they open the door and she's all like hey and then behind her is like the world's tallest man and it's the it it's the entity mm-hmm. and it like crouches and goes into her room just so slowly he comes up absolutely nowhere it is so good the music pitches really high jay's the only one that can see it so she's like tripping the fuck out yeah she jumps right out of her window that it was it's really no. it's a really good scare it's not even a jump scare too it's just this really tall guy mm-hmm. right behind yara like slowly walking up and like just like hunches like over her politely moves past her and it's so unsettling because he it just comes out of nowhere like this lurch from the adams family looking guy yeah busting just- through your door frame Ugh, literally uh-uh. reasonably she gets out of there she's in the park and then her friends meet up and then her neighbor greg shows up because greg greg is now a character now like 40 minutes in i don't know why he cares something about greg that's i think is important later on in the movie i guess i'll um how far is it though because i don't want to like jump too far ahead I fucking forgot to bring this up. In the beginning, that girl in the beginning was running in heels. Like, girl, just take your fucking heels off at this point. The the first track on the track called Heels. Yeah. And she looked very uncomfortable and they used in her them heels. too. I know. I was like, did you just get back from the club, baby girl? It is like, she's in like a fucking Forever 21 top, jean booties and heels. And she's got like a blowout. Yeah. She doesn't look good, y'all. Why, why, why would you go party if you, something's chasing you? I just don't get it. So, oh, she was trying to get some dick. Yeah, Pass probably. She said, <laughs> "She said, where's my grinder hookup?" So, real quick, Naughty by Knifin and I are gonna go to an ad break, and when we come back, we're gonna spray spunk at the camera. 
Oh, spunk me. Oh my God. I, can't. I just <laughs> shot it all over my camera. Oh my gosh. Uh, oh, subscribe to the oh, Patreon. No. Oh no, it's like greasy on the camera too. Okay, subscribe to the Patreon to see what I just did. It's cold. Oh. Oh. Not the cold come. Mm-mm, not oh, this. All right, now, Nathan, would you like to welcome us back to the podcast? Hey, welcome back to Stay on the Line with Tara Card. Yeah, that was perfect, actually. Something like that? Yeah. There you go. Wow, and we're talking about <laughs> It Follows. What if, so if you wear a condom, will you get this creature, like, following you? Yes. Okay. Yes. It does not matter if you wear a condom, you will get it. What about if you do anal? Doesn't matter. How about fellatio? Any, any... I think even a handy. Even so a handy? An old-fashioned? You'll still die. An old-fashioned? Whoa, that's too much. Okay. Greg pops out of nowhere, and he suddenly wants to help. But I don't think he really believes in her. Like, he just wants to get some action. I don't know. They go to Hugh's place, where Hugh was staying, and they find a picture of Hugh, like, in high school. So they go to mm-hmm. high school, and this is where we get that really cool shot, the 360 shot, where you can see someone walking to the school, trying to get them. But it, we just find out who Hugh is. His name is actually Jeff, and they go to Jeff's house, and this is where we see his mom, who was the woman at the beginning, apparently, of what you told me. Yeah. Yes. I was expecting this whole, like, they're gonna fight with Jeff, they're gonna call him all these fucking names, but no, they go to the back of the house and they just, like, sit down in the grass, like, crisscross. And they look like they're playing Duck Duck Goose. Yeah. They're just, like, chilling in a circle, talking about, like, a spooky sex monster. It's information we already know. Like, he, she needs to pass it on to someone and then she'll be good. And he passed it on to her and said, and he keeps saying things like, I didn't, I, I'm not, I wasn't trying to hurt you. It's like, well, you didn't really have any other intentions. Cause like what, it's going to kill her and then come to you. I, okay. Thank you. My main point about this movie is I get that it's super easy to say STD demon. I don't think it's about STDs. I think it's more about trauma, like sexual trauma and how if something like that were to happen to you, do something awful to someone else in the same way, and you think that will make you feel better, mm-hmm. you pass it on to someone, but it doesn't. It's just an STD demon. It's about passing on your trauma to other people and not like owning it up. Yeah, because I think even at one point, he's like, well, someone did it to me. And so- Yeah, so I, I did it to you. And he's like, fuck you, dude. Yeah, he That's basically- to you. He's basically like, yeah, just do it to someone else and you'll be fine. Like, I don't- Yeah. He made that choice for her. Mm-hmm. It, it's, yeah, the only, like, the only time that's resolved because she's sharing that trauma with Paul. They're just sharing it back and forth so they're both it constantly and they can look out for each other. Also, another thing with Paul is, like, he's insisting, he, none of the men in this movie are good, but he's, like, insisting, like, oh, just have sex yeah. with me. I'm like, dude, like, my Paul guy. Paul trying to fuck. And he was like, I don't care if I get cursed by this thing i get to have sex with you and i've always wanted there's things there are things to be brought up about paul later i think yeah i I just wrote down fuck jeff because jeff is a piece of shit yeah and and jeff even says like oh you need to get some distance and just like think about yourself like think about shit so they go to like because they're rich white kids they just have a summer house and they go to it which seems like it's pretty far because they're driving and it's daytime and then it's nighttime and i'm like 
He says like, oh, yeah. it, it walks, so it'll take its time. I, but it kind of walks kind of fast for something that's just walking. Yeah, I, I mean, they couldn't have gone too far, honestly. I mean, it kind of, it looks like it maybe catches up with them the next day. So it would have taken it like 10, 12 hours to walk to it when they probably drove like five hours. Yeah, well, maybe it's I don't the know bus. how traveling works. It, it probably it's took fully the capable of know. doing that. Yeah, <laughs> it's fully capable of doing that. No one can see her. So they they make it to this, yeah they, like, the summer house. Yeah, Jay learns how to shoot a gun, which is great because that never ever works. Oh, but they're terrible at it. Everyone cannot shoot a gun in this fucking movie. I, so many people almost got shot in the head just by ignorance. Greg says something that I thought was kind of interesting. He's like helping her out, and he's he says something like, "You know, you can always come to my place." I live right across the street. And she goes, yeah, I know where you live. I don't know what else she said, but it it implied because even later on when she's talking to Paul, she's like, oh, I already had sex with him in high school. So, but I feel like he yeah. sexually assaulted her in high school. That's what I was getting from this movie that Greg had sexually assaulted her. And that's why they're not on good terms. Oh, that's a good layer to that. Um, It would totally make sense because he even like talks shit about her with his mom in the beginning of the movie. Like, yeah. he totally dismisses her as, like, yeah, she's crazy. Probably because she tried to say, fucking assault me, and he got away with it. The mom also said, like, this family is a mess. <gasps> wow. Ooh. I'm smart. Look at you, just picking out, picking out those little nuggets. Yeah, I took some film classes in college, so I'm smart. Ooh. <laughs> I just watched a lot of YouTube. I don't know. I definitely get that vibe from Greg. We had that yeah. beach scene, so explain the beach scene. They're on like, the lakefront little beach part. The only person in the water is Yara, of course, on a floaty. And everyone else is on the beach in like jacks and leg warmers. And it doesn't make any fucking sense. And she's like, get in the water, you guys. It's so nice. Mm-hmm. How? It's, you're in Detroit and it's maybe fall. It doesn't make any sense. They're chilling on the beach and you see thing creeping up behind Jay and it grabs her hair and just like pulls it straight up which like for everyone conjuring style yeah for the people who are listening like we don't we see it which I like this because it looks just like Yara isn't it like it looks just like Yara it is Yara yeah yeah so the creature can mimic anybody basically and how, how how we are introduced to it we don't see Yara in the water yet we just see Yara walking behind her so we're thinking, oh, Yara's just walking behind her. But then we see like Yara in the water, like creep up, like, hey, you guys mm-hmm. should get in the water. And we don't see the scene. You got a double take. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't see the scene where we don't see someone actually grabbing the hair. We just see hair floating up. And Kelly is just like, what the fuck? And yeah, continue what you, what you were saying about that. Whole well, scene. then they, you know, react. Paul tries to like pull it off of her and it pushes him and then he hits it with a chair fucking yeets his ass across the beach i mean he flies yeah flies i wrote wwe smackdown on paul (laughs) he does fly like so fucking fast y'all like ragdoll ragdoll across that beach (laughs) it's so fun and then they all um shake it off and make it to the little like boathouse like the actual like boat where you like like the garage jay is just like shooting and Greg is in the background because he wants to go yeah. pee. She almost like shoots Greg in the head, shooting at the thing. I think she gets it in like the shoulder or something. Yeah, she gets it like in the neck, coming. I think. Yeah. It like breaks a hole through the door and the fucking 
little rat face kid that was creeping on her at the very beginning of the movie. Oh, it was the kid? Is the, wow. is the thing. Yes. It's the same one that was spying on her. And she's like, I see you. Same kid. Oh, yeah. And it's the tall guy again because he makes it through the door. Mm-hmm. She beelines it to the back, steals the fucking car, leaves everyone behind. A quarter of a mile away, she crashes into a cornfield and breaks her arm. Which, yeah. it knocks her out. She, like, wakes up in the hospital. And the thing I don't get is, like, okay... Because when she ran around the corner to get into the car, it was already like next to her again, like right the there. So I was yeah, like, how, it was, it, how fast it is it walking? Yeah, does it choose, pick and choose when it wants to get you? Because it would have, she didn't go very far in the car. Mm-hmm. It would have gotten her before her friends did or at the same time at least. At least before the ambulance got there. Yeah. It would have gotten her. That's what I thought too, because they're like in the middle of nowhere. One plot hole that I'm always like, what? But but you can chalk it up to like, well, we don't really know the rules of the monster. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, well, it doesn't <laughs> teleport. That's that's what we do know is it does not teleport. It just walks. Pretty Hospital. sure it can go through water. Oh, yeah. Well, can it? It didn't get in the pool. It looked like it walked through her pool in the backyard when oh, they go back to the house. Yeah, her pool's destroyed. It looked like it walked through it. Wait, another thing. How has nobody hit this thing with its car? I got it in the head like three times in this movie and it got back up. Yeah, but it like... I don't think you can kill it. Okay, but not not just that. Like, it can, like, they throw a sheet over it later in the movie and it, it the sheet goes over it. So, like, if they're just, if someone's driving, they're not going to see something. And, like, imagine if their car just, like, the windshield comes in. You know what I mean? <laughs> and they don't know why. Right. It'd be so fucking funny, though. Like... You, it bumps into somebody who's like not part of it. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, what the Rude. fuck was that? Yeah. Or like they, they bitch, go to the Someone train. Check me. Go to the train and just wait for the train to come by and just let it hit the fucking train. It's sh- it's shapeshift, so that might uh, be something. Yeah. It's shapeshifter. Okay, we'll bring that know. up later when I have a question about yeah. something. Okay, so they're yeah. in a the hospital now. Everyone's there. Greg is there. And so Greg does not believe her at all. Like, even no. when they're at the townhouse after everything, they're they're like, you don't even know what you saw. Because, of course, when everything's going down, Greg isn't in the area when it's going down. So he doesn't believe her at all, which is why I think this is really fucked up. Because Greg has sex with Jay, like, in the hospital bed later. And he's not doing it because it's going to save her. He's doing it because she's asking for it, which is really fucked up. Like, she's like, literally like, let's do this thing. But he is using it not for her advantage. He's using it for his advantage because he doesn't think this is true. And he's probably the original person that traumatized her. I think so. I really do. The mind of a mastermind. It's deep, man. It's not just horror. Not just (laughs) horror. Greg says after they have had sex that it, it's been three days and he hasn't seen anything because he just straight up doesn't believe her. I don't think he's looking. Also, it's been three days. What the fuck? Like, how has nobody died yet? How far was, was this lake? How? Like, I just, you, you can't, you can't think about it too hard because it's a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> well, do just you think math. he, he was seeing that one girl earlier in the movie. Do you think like he had sex with her and that it killed her? Maybe he's just lying about it. He could be lying about it. I Maybe think he, he passed is. it on. Don't trust men. Ooh. Never. Yeah, so after all that, also, like, Paul is, like, jealous that fucking Greg had sex with, with Jay. I, I was like, does wrote. it matter? Yeah. <laughs> what does it Paul say? Paul is jealous the girls are fighting. 
Yeah, the next night, Jay just does like, it's just like looking outside her window because she's fucking paranoid. And she sees like this man just walk up to Greg's house and break in. And then when she finally goes, wait, is it Greg out in the street? It is. It's dressed as Greg. It's like, it looks like Greg and it's like, Long John or something. Oh, wow. The the entity gets inside of his house. She goes in and you just hear this thumping. And I was like, is this the soundtrack? I don't know what this thumping is, but it's it's Greg's mom, right? Yeah, and she's like half naked, like knocking on the door. And he's like, mom, what the fuck? And then it gets him and kills him. Yeah. Blood, piss and cum everywhere. Because it it like zooms in on their hands and there's just like liquids. And like, I wonder how they determine how those people die when it gets, when it gets them. Like, what do they die of? That they'll have like a really good idea for a death. So they just like work around it. They have the end visual, but they're like, I don't know how this happened, but. Here's what it looked like afterwards. Yeah, they said, let's get to the end goal. (laughs) You can't see my math. I'm not doing it for you. And then, yeah, after Jay sees that, she books it out of town and goes and sleeps on her car in the woods. Literally, just like sleep sleeps on the hood of the fucking car. Not even in it with the doors locked. Like, what are you fucking doing? She was like, let me get away from everybody so it doesn't hurt them. I don't hurt anybody else because it is her fault that Greg died. Is it though? Because he was, I think. I mean, no. I wouldn't feel bad. You know. In her mind, in her mind it is. Nah, fuck that dude. Where, where does she go after this? Oh, this is when she's like hearing music when she wakes up and then she goes yes. to the, cause she's like right next to the beach. She goes to the beach and she sees like three guys on a boat and just like gets in the water. And the first thing I wrote down was like, you're not supposed to put your cast in the water. Cause she has a cast on her arm. <laughs> One of my notes, I cringe every time her cast gets wet. Cause it's like multiple times yeah that's for those who don't know that's like a big no-no you shouldn't get your cast wet yeah she fucking like gets in her underwear and walks out to that boat full of dudes i'm not sure she actually has sex with them but doesn't it look like she's the monster now because she's slowly walking towards them yeah sexual doom sexual doom on the other end and it's honestly like really interesting because it so we don't see anything we just see her get in the water and then it's it's cut to her like driving and she's like soaking wet. So we don't know if she actually went to the boat and did anything or if it did happen. And also like imagine getting on that boat and you realize it's just a bunch of fags. Like what are you going to do now? I hope that's what actually happened. <laughs> they get out there. She gets out there and they're like, oh my God, do you love Kylie Minogue? And she's like, oh, I, I got my cast wet. <laughs> okay. I got to fuck you and get this thing out of me. So do we think, okay, so if she if she did go on that boat and she had sex with three people, right? Mm-hmm. How that that means that they died, right? Yeah, had to. They all had three to. Of them. If, if I'm not sure if it passes to all three of them or just the last one or just the first one, like it clearly did not work if she did do it because it's back to her next person. Yeah, because right it, back it, to her. Yeah, it comes right back to her at the end of the movie. So she makes it back to her house. Paul has this he's like talking to her in her room and he's like trying to make moves on her. And I was like, Paul, read the room. Cause she's not interested, uh, dude. Yeah. It's, so, it's uncomfortable for sure. It's really uncomfortable. Like all of Paul's like interactions with Jay are really uncomfortable. So he has this idea and we're going to, we're going to cut to where it happens, but he has this idea to put her in a pool surrounded by electronics and I guess it's to lure the creature into the pool and then shock it to death. Scooby-Doo. That's some Scooby-Doo bullshit. Scooby-Doo bullshit, which is probably like would have been airing at this time if this was like a, a specific timepiece, but I don't know what fucking time it's supposed to be. 
We have no idea. It's in no time. It's in Neverland. It's 1952, February 32nd. Like, it's just a whole different... Because those clamshell e-readers do not exist, but... Yeah, and cell phones. There's cell phones, too. I don't get it. It's so strange. Yeah, they have this pool idea to, like, shock it with electronics. It does not work. It doesn't work at all. What was his name? Hugh or Jeff? In the beginning, said, it's slow, but it's not dumb. It walks into that room and just starts chucking shit at her. I think she gets hit with like a TV and an iron? Yes. Or something? A chair, a TV. Do you know why I don't think it works? He's just tossing shit at her. Because they weren't plugged in when they hit the wall. Yeah, they weren't plugged in. And they're like, it doesn't work. And I was like, well, yeah, because it's not plugged in. Well, there's there's still some like residual electricity in there because it just got unplugged so that would spark a little bit but anybody it would just be annoying yeah probably smell awful but they needed to like lure it into like a hot tub if they wanted to test this at all they poorly poorly executed yeah it's so bad because paul is paul suddenly has the gun now and he's like point to me where it is he's pointing at it not realizing hey, there's other fucking people in the room and shoots Yara in the fucking leg. And no one checks on her. <laughs> they Not really one person don't. runs over to her. Because we forget she's in this and fucking they, movie. Yeah, they, they, when it's all like said and done, they all go check on Jay and they're like huddling the three of them. She's literally like, guys. This, and, and she's in the side corner of the shot, like just like yeah. holding onto her leg, like bleeding because she got shot in the leg. Pull up, uh, and pull up, she's bleeding out. She's white it's they don't give a fuck they're like oh my pretty blonde sister's fine though they shoot it in the pool well yeah because kelly that's when kelly the sister gets a bed sheet and throws it over the thing and you can it's like a classic kind of ghost look like it's like an invisible thing floating there and paul shoots it in the head which i see no one reload this gun at all in this movie and somehow it has infinite bullets because it's only a revolver and it's a revolver yeah yeah, it's a fucking revolver. The sheet thing made me wonder why no one set up like a flower trap. Have like a saran wrap at the door so it's going to walk in, but then it gets caught and falls back. Yes, you can record <laughs> it. It'd be hilarious. Yeah, post it on YouTube. <laughs> you can just humiliate it to death. And then so they, they shoot it into the water and it grabs on Jay and fucking... Paul is shooting again so many bullets. I don't know where he got them from because we don't see him reloading. He's just shooting all willy-nilly in the fucking pool because he, he can't see none of them. We don't we didn't say this. No one else can see this creature except for the people who have like had sex with no. the person. So he doesn't know what he's shooting at. And, yeah, at this point. and he luckily gets a headshot. Don't know how. And Jay gets out and they're like, is it good? Because they don't see what's in the pool, but she just sees all this blood in the pool. It's a really cool shot. It's a beautiful shot. And it does make you think that it's possibly gone. And it might be. You don't really know. Um, There's no real closure on the monster's death. They just go to the next scene where... Yeah, yeah. Because Paul finally gets what he wanted. He fucks jay and then he then later is like driving next to these sex workers and it's insinuated that he's gonna have sex with these sex workers which is kind of smart but also like maybe just like kill it better next time i don't know i would go across the world yeah because sleep with a random person come back yeah okay i thought about this we'll get to it because we're about to finish this up but it's ambiguous if paul sleeps with the sex workers it's ambiguous And Yara is in the hospital. She's giving some weird monologue. I don't, I just said she's reading about God knows what. 
and then the movie ends with Paul and Jay walking down the street, and then you just see a figure in the distance, like walking towards them. And we don't know. We don't know yep. if that's the creature or just someone on the street. It's perfect. A perfect cliffhanger. Okay, so what I was gonna say, and I asked this like on the episodes, how do you think you would have survived this movie? Shit. Depending on the timing of the year, <laughs> I probably would have like <laughs> had like a sex party that way. I didn't know who I gave it to. It's just everyone I had sex with multiple people that night. So who knows? And then I would just encourage them to also have sex with people as possible try and create that get that web nice and thick so that i'm way far down the line and then i would go to a remote island i feel like that's reasonable definitely go to the roundup then on second saturday and that might happen it's true <laughs> it's no it's true <laughs> it's true i have a few ways i would do this like there's options and i watch mm-hmm. videos on like how you would kill the creature from it follows but mine would be like okay if I flew, let's say from Florida to to like Germany, right? That okay. creature, that creature would have to walk in the Mariana Trench, which is the deepest place in the ocean. So you're gonna tell me that that thing's gonna make it all the way to fucking Germany? I think the fuck not. It's gonna be at the bottom of the ocean, and it's never gonna work its way back up. The director said that it's fully capable of boarding planes and getting on buses. Okay, but like, is it gonna get on mine? On my plane? No, it'll just, it'll just follow you to where it knows where you're going. It knows where you're gonna be. It just has to find its way there. And it will find its way there, however slow, but it will get there. Uh, You'd have to go to space. Well, uh, well, it's gonna be on the next, it's gonna be on the next spaceship with Elon Musk and fucking Jeff Bezos, probably. That is a monster, (laughs) shapeshifter. Who do you think created it? (laughs) I think I would have just like made like a pit like around me and then the creature would fall on that and be like, okay, bet, pour the cement in now. Are you going to tell me it's going to break out of the cement? I don't know. Yeah. You, again, you don't know what the hell it is. How you kill it. This is its name. You have to say it. This is what it comes from. Like that old bullshit. I'm glad there's none of that. Yeah. You just I, have to. It's very ambiguous. I just listen, you can't, you can't get rid of it. You can only outsmart it. Yeah. You can't kill it. You can only outsmart it. So you just have to keep outsmarting it the rest of your life. I don't, think, I don't think they outsmarted it in this movie. I don't either. I would love for them to explore this with some other sequels to see. Yeah, I think I'd so watch too. the fuck out of that. A whole franchise. Uh, franchises can get bad real quick, so I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes you just need one more and then the story's over. Yeah. Don't be like Alien and make all these sequels that aren't good. Nathan, where can we find you? I'm on Twitter at BillyDeaks. B-I-L-Y-D-E-A-K-S. Um, on Instagram, I'm Naughty by Nathan. I'll add you if you find me, and that's about it. And I'm Tara Card. That's T E R R A H C A R D. And you can find me on most platforms under that name. You can find me even on Venmo and Cash App under that name. There's also Stay on the Line podcast. We have a Facebook page and an Instagram page under that name. Nime. And we also have the Nimes. A, yeah, under the Nimes. And we also have a. Yeah. Twitter page, Stay on the Line TC, which is really just my personal page at this point. And you can find this podcast on Patreon at stay or patreon.com forward slash stay on the line. Trying to make it a 10 patrons. Right now we're at 10. Or oh wait, no, we're not at 10. <laughs> we're at nine patrons. Sorry. We're close. We're really close. So close. Because yesterday I was at six. So some people resubbed and I made it back. So I'm gonna shout out my patrons. We have uh, Rebecca Carlson. We have Winnie, who makes the intro music. 
We have Coronation, who is a guest. We have Zincat, Faula, who is a guest. Chandler Allen, who is Mr. Roundup Leather 2021. We have Mystically. We have you, Naughty by Nathan. Get me. And then I, I just got this one like a few, like an hour ago. Geoffrey Paul. Geoffrey? Jeffrey? It's G-E-O-F-F-R-E-Y. Jeffrey Paul? I think it's only Geoffrey when it's in Game of Thrones. Otherwise, it's pronounced Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Okay. I'm not, you know, I can't pronounce anyone's fucking names on here. But thank y'all for subscribing at the poo-poo peep, or sorry, the pee-pee poo-poo tiers and the miscolor tiers. So you get bonus content. Ooh. You get bonus videos. I'm in the process of posting a sewing video on there. You get the video addition to the podcast. And you also get ad free content so oh at those two tiers at the bottom tier you just get you get the ad free episode like recording and early it'd be early too which is still something some people at their lowest tiers like i'm subscribed to some people at their lowest tiers and they don't post anything on them that's sad yeah i'm like i'm giving y'all a dollar you can at least just post a picture of what you're talking about on your podcast even just like a hi anything you can comment back on come on literally that's the whole point I release new episodes every Thursday. So I'm making sure to say that now in my podcast. And yeah, did you have a good time? Did you have, you said you had questions. So did you, did you, cause you have- Oh no, a, I was going to ask you the same thing. Oh, how I would have survived? The same thing. Like how, yeah, how, how would you get away from it? And like, what do you think it is? Was my other one, but like, you, I just, you don't know. I don't know. I think it's either a demon or succubus? like a- And a succubus probably. Well, yeah, or like a shapeshifter of some sort, but I don't know. It was created by it's the David government. Bowie. Yeah, it's David Bowie. He's back. David Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a great time. This was so much fun. Yes, it was. I wish um, I'll probably have to really edit it down to make sure there's not like gaps, <laughs> as many gaps in between us speaking. It, it was a lot better uh, for those who are listening right now. And I'm probably going to say something at the beginning of the episode too. Pew, you poo. I was going to say, make sure y'all send na- first name Naughty, middle name by Nathan is the last name. Some money. Go to their, their trivia nights at the cabaret and tip them. Yes. Every Wednesday at 830. Until next time, make sure y'all stay on the line. Bye. Bye.